Welcome to the Thriving Forward podcast. Now to introduce your hosts. Hi, I'm Megan Laspinera. I'm the founder and executive director of Kids Thrive 585 Inc. and a pediatrician in Rochester, New York. And I'm Sarah Collins McGowan. I'm also a pediatrician here in Rochester, and I teach community health and advocacy to pediatric residents. In each episode, we will speak with people involved in good works and projects in the greater Rochester area. We hope that by introducing you to these inspirational people and their stories, you will be motivated to learn more about these amazing organizations in our region and the fabulous people who keep them working. Hi, everyone. We wanted to let you know that this interview was recorded before the COVID-19 pandemic became widespread in the United States. We are now living through a time of anxiety, disruption to our daily lives, and uncertainty. We feel it is important to continue to lift up those whose work supports our community every day. As we move into and emerge out of the immediate health crisis posed by COVID-19, please remember that this pandemic will worsen the inequities our community already struggles with. The interviews we are sharing are with the people among us who will lead the way in addressing those inequities. Let them give you hope and inspiration. This is Megan, and this week on the Thriving Forward podcast, I'll be interviewing Dr. Yvette Conyers. She is a nationally certified family nurse practitioner who specializes in completing in-home risk assessments for Medicare Advantage consumers. Dr. Conyers received her initial associate's degree education from Monroe Community College, her RN bachelor's completion degree from the University of Rochester School of Nursing, and her master's in nursing education from Roberts Wesleyan College. She completed both her post-master's family nurse practitioner certificate and doctorate of nurse nursing practice from St. John Fisher College Wegman School of Nursing. Dr. Conyers received the Greater Rochester 40 Under 40 African American Leaders Award in 2011 and the Healthcare Achievement Award from the Rochester Business Journal in 2019. Dr. Conyers is the first and current president of the Rochester Black Nurses Association, which was founded in 2018. Thank you so much for joining Thank me on the you. podcast today. Thank you for having me today. really appreciate it. All right. So we're going to start with our icebreaker question. Yes. Tell me about something that you're into lately. You know, lately, music of jazz, jazz music has been something I've been into lately. When I turn on Pandora, I'm going right to that station. I don't know what it is. Um, I feel like maybe I need to get back down to New Orleans or something, but uh, jazz it, music. Instrumental jazz? Or... Uh, yeah, more instrumental jazz. Okay. More instrumental, but it, it's soothing uh, in my long days at work, but it's good. So jazz music. That's amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. So tell us about your organization. Yeah. So Rochester Black Nurses Association, we were founded in 2018. We are a local chapter underneath the National uh, Black Nurses Association. And our mission and vision is really twofold. One, to address healthcare disparities, mainly in populations of color, especially our black population. And the second is to increase the number of uh, professional nurses in the black community. We know that both of those um, are hard to do individually. So collectively, we are coming together, being a voice and making a difference. What made you passionate about bringing this organization to Rochester, this national yeah. organization? So I was a member of the national organization. I was a direct member because we had no chapter here probably about five, 10 years ago. Our lo local chapter, closest chapter was Buffalo, and they are no longer around. Um, but after I finished my doctorate nursing practice, I was sort of tapped on the shoulder, you know, like you're done with work. You got something else to do. Yeah. And it was put in charge of, you know, trying to develop the Rochester Black Nurse Association. So myself, a couple colleagues. 
colleagues, obviously those who are interested, we all got together, started having meetings on a monthly basis about what could this chapter be? What do we see as barriers? What do we see as ways we can identify and overcome those barriers? And really, we just know that there's a need here in Rochester. We know we have quite a few nurses in Rochester as well, many LPNs, many CNAs, home health aides um, who want to become nurses. So how can we mentor them? How can we partner with other community-based organizations to address healthcare disparities in, po- in populations of color? So it was a matter of, um, it was just going to be a matter of when. It was always going to come here. It was sure. just going to be when and timings now. Yeah. What is the primary focus of the Black Nurses Association in general? Maybe not just yeah. the Rochester chapter, but what is their primary driver? Mm-hmm. So in general, it is to address social um, determinants of health and healthcare disparities, right, which is something we're talking about today, and then to increase the profession of Black nurses. We do advocacy work. We do National Black Nurses Day on Capitol Hill. That just happened in February. We are talking to legislators and policymakers about things that affect the Black community to, you know, we talk about equality, right, and these are ways we're going to help to address that as well, being a voice at the table. What are the primary ways that you guys help to increase access to education? Yeah, so in specifically education regarding, I'll say, more higher ed, like academia, nursing. So again, the mentorship is very important, helping students to be successful. But also a lot of the chapters, and we haven't yet, but we go into elementary schools and we talk to kiddos about nursing and about hygiene and about puberty, age appropriate, right? Middle school and high schoolers, as well as, look, this is what nurses do. Maybe it's something you want to consider as a profession, as a backup to that basketball player that you want to be or football player or do both or do both right you know is there something else and having us to be role models and examples for them to see someone who looks like them to say wow I can really do that so that's some of the things that other chapters are doing in Rochester we are starting to do those things we're still new so we got a long way to go (laughs) well but you have to start somewhere exactly exactly what advice would you have for somebody that wants to either pursue their nursing degree to the extent that you did to get yeah. their doctorate in nurse mm-hmm. practitioning or uh, people who want to start a chapter of a national organization? Yeah. So I'll say with both of those, get a mentor. Sure. Right? So a mentor can be a natural sort of relationship or it can be something where someone sort of pairs you up together. But find a mentor who can help to guide you when you have those questions, concerns, someone who's sort of been in those shoes to help you be successful. So you don't have to go through those same barriers and roadblocks that you've gone through before, as well as with starting an organization. Look to the national office. They are there to guide you. They want you to be successful in developing a local chapter um, and partnering is the best way. Right. We can't do it alone. So look to see who else is out there who is on the same track as you, other nursing students, right? Other organizations. What have they done? What made them successful? What can you learn from? What community partners do you guys work with right now? Yeah. So community partners we work with right now are um, mainly uh, mayor's office. We've been working with the mayor's office, right? We talk about advocacy and policy, doing a couple different things with them, as well as the University of Rochester School of Nursing. We partner with them. They are our sponsoring organization, actually. So most of our meetings are held there, et cetera. But we do a lot of things within the community. We've done things with Trillium. We've done things with uh, Dimitri House, Feeding the Homeless as well. So Community presence and community visibility is our goal. And so that's what we try to do is get out in the community and show that we are around and that we're there to help and we're there to, um, you know, really look at 
blood pressure screenings, diabetes screenings. We work with Jordan Health Center and their Front Porch Festival. Um, hopefully do some things with Trillium in the near future. So more things to come. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's exciting times for us. Is there a community-based organization that you would like to shout out or highlight or you feel like people aren't getting enough information about or maybe you just want to tell them about today? Yeah, so actually I was thinking about that, and there's probably a couple. The first one I want to say is Nurse Family Partnership. Nurse Family Partnership has been around a long time. A previous colleague of mine, Dr. Harriet Kitzman, is is the nurse. And so I'm highlighting that because that's a nurse, that's a registered nurse who's going into the homes to work with those usually teen moms um, up to the age that their child is born, so they're pregnant, and then the child is born up to the age of two, we know that the outcomes for both the baby and the mom are just astronomical. And for that program to be replicated through many different cities and states now, and to know that it started you know, locally is something huge. So I definitely want to continue to shout out Nurse Family Partnership and all the work that Harriet, Dr. Harriet Kidsman has done, um, as well as um, I'm on the advisory board of the Center for Youth, and Center for Youth here in Rochester um, is a great organization that really looks at addressing teens in a holistic way, um, including when they're homeless or at risk for homelessness, um, being teen moms, et cetera. And on the advisory board in my role, it's really we're doing work to try to bring um, awareness to Center for Youth, as well as increasing funds through different fundraiser events that we do. But they always have a need. They're always looking for donations. They're always looking for help. Um, They have a couple houses that they have teens in. And so they're always looking for people to come just sit with them, be sort of moms, dads, big brothers, big sisters, et cetera. Um, So those are two organizations that are close to my heart that I would like to give a shout out to. Those are great organizations. And Nurse Family Partnership, to your point, has amazing evidence to back it up. It's been well studied and evaluated and it's amazing. And the Center for Youth is doing multiple layers of great work in the community. They really do. So what is your favorite thing about Rochester? I'm going to say the festivals. Yes. You know, most of the festivals are like from April to June or maybe July. (laughs) It's like crunch time. Every week there's a festival in the summer. But I think that's the best thing, you know, starting from the Lilac Festival and going all the way to like the Root Fest and, you know, those type of things. I think the festivals are really great. We have a lot of rich history of arts and culture and music in Rochester. And that's our way to really embrace them, see different people, try new foods um, and just have fun, smile. That's what it's about. No. Festival season. Yeah. Yes. Festival season's coming up. Another month or two. May. Memorial Day. I mean, yeah, Mother's Day. Mother's Day. You're, we're ready. Yeah, we're ready. Ready for sun <laughs> and just spring, right? That's it, too. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to tell us today about the work that you're doing with the Rochester Black Nurses Association? Yeah. So one thing that stands out is recently we received a grant through um, Greater Rochester Health Foundation in order to do training around youth mental health. And we know that mental health in youth is huge. We know it's huge in adults. Um, For us, we're targeting youth through the Youth Mental Health First Aid Training Program. So six of us, actually six of us of the Rochester Black Nurses Association members were all nurses. We went through an eight-hour instructor training to really get the skills and the tools to learn how to identify kids that may be at risk for depression, anxiety, PTSD, suicide, etc., 
Now we're all nurses and we've had some of this in our curriculum, but not to the depth that it's really needed. From this training, four of us will go on to become certified instructors ourselves so that we can then come back to the Rochester community and go back and partner with other community-based organizations to teach this evidence-based program about how to identify those who are at risk for all those things that I mentioned. So really we know that mental health is huge, right? And try to mitigate those problems that could come because something isn't identified or addressed early is what one of our goals are. So we're excited about that. We just got that grant last year. It's finishing up for us in June and four of us will become certified instructors. That's amazing. Yeah. Who are you guys hoping to partner with on that project? Yeah. So we're hoping to partner with um, Boys and Girls Club and Center for Youth, as well as um, Rochester Jewels, which is an organization that I used to be a mentor for, which is an organization for young girls in grades four through 12 to help them be ladies and help them sort of discover the world and how they are developing in the world. So those are the three we sort of tapped when we first wrote the grant to say, hey, would you be interested? And we got a thumbs up. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where can people find out more about you, Rochester Black Nurses Association, all the great stuff that you guys yeah. are doing? So our main channels are social media, yeah. right? So Facebook and Instagram, Rochester Black Nurses Association. You can follow us on there. And then our email address, because we currently don't have a website yet, but um, we are in process of that. Our email is nbna.rochester at gmail.com. Feel free to email us. We meet once a month over at the School of Nursing where we have our meetings. And they are open to community members, too, not just for nurses and not just for black nurses as well, because we know we have to be in this together in order to make changes. That's amazing. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. And thanks for being on the show today. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You as well. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thriving Forward podcast. This podcast was brought to you by Kids Thrive 585 Inc., the Huckelman Center at the University of Rochester and Rochester Regional Health. To learn more about today's guest, head over to kidsthrive585.org and click on the podcast link. See you next time. The views, information, and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of their employers or funders.